Welcome to Dwell in the Word from First Reformed Church in Edgerton, Minnesota. Bible readings and devotional commentary to help you grow in faith by dwelling in God's Holy Word. Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you. Today we are in Psalm 7. We are going to first, though, say a prayer from this wonderful little booklet, Prayers on the Psalms from the Scottish Psalter of 1595. Here we go with our prayer from Psalm 7. Let's pray. O good God, the only searcher of men's hearts, who preserves us that we might put our confidence in you from danger of our enemies, lift up your mighty arm and put back all those that persecute us, and gather together your church dispersed by the tyranny of godless tyrants, and keep us continually under your mighty defense. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. All right, as I said, we are in Psalm chapter 7. We're going to read the whole thing. That has us reading from verse 1 down to verse 17. Hear the word of the Lord. O Lord my God, in you do I take refuge. Save me from all my pursuers and deliver me, lest like a lion they tear my soul apart, rending it in pieces with none to deliver. O Lord my God, if I have done this, if there is wrong in my hands, if I have repaid my friend with evil or plundered my enemy without cause, let the enemy pursue my soul and overtake it, and let him trample my life to the ground and lay my glory in the dust. Arise, O Lord, in your anger. Lift yourself up against the fury of my enemies. Awake for me. You have appointed a judgment. Let the assembly of the peoples be gathered about you over at return on high. The Lord judges the peoples. Judge me, O Lord, according to my righteousness and according to the integrity that is in me. Oh, let the evil of the wicked come to an end, and may you establish the righteous, you who test the minds and hearts, O righteous God. My shield is with God, who saves the upright in heart. God is a righteous judge and a God who feels indignation every day. If a man does not repent, God will whet his sword. He has bent and readied his bow. He has prepared for him his deadly weapons, making his arrows fiery shafts. Behold, the wicked man conceives evil and is pregnant with mischief and gives birth to lies. He makes a pit digging it out and falls into the hole that he has made. His mischief returns upon his own head and on his own skull his violence descends. I will give to the Lord the thanks due to his righteousness. I will sing praise to the name of the Lord, the Most High. Here in the seventh psalm, we find David proclaiming that he takes refuge in the Lord. We have seen so far that David's life is anything but ordinary. As the anointed one of God, he is pursued by those who would do him harm in order to take his position of authority. And as we think about these circumstances that the king of Israel might get himself in, it would be easy to find the solution as being building up earthly armies or resting on the military strength and strategy that you can come up with. Now, despite our natural human tendency to find our strength within ourselves, we find that David finds his refuge in God. Yahweh is the one who will save him from these assorted difficulties that he encounters. We see this trust that David has in the Lord in verse 1 when he says, O Lord my God, in you do I take refuge. His refuge isn't in bows or in swords. His trust is in God. The Lord is the fortress that he will use to remain safe. And as it continues here through this psalm, we get the idea of how serious this situation is for David. If God does not shelter him from this storm that he is experiencing, he believes that they may tear apart his soul like a lion and he will be torn to pieces. 
Now, that's pretty violent language, and it looks as though this is to let us know the level of charges that are being brought against David. In verse 3, we see that if he has done this wrong that he is accused of, he deserves to have the enemy overtake him, and he deserves to be trampled down to the dust. But David knows that he hasn't done this thing. He trusts that God will be the one who will judge him according to his righteousness. And as we read this, it is important to understand that David isn't claiming that he is perfectly righteous. His righteousness and his integrity here is towards the specific act that he's being accused of. He hasn't done this terrible thing, and so he prays to God to end the activity of the evil ones and to establish the one who is righteous in this situation. And ultimately, we we see that he leaves this all in the hands of God in verse 9, because David shows an understanding of who ultimately is going to determine guilt in this matter. God is able to test the minds and the hearts of people. And so, where is his confidence? It's in God. In fact, David says that God is his shield, and God saves the upright in heart. And there's some powerful imagery as this psalm continues. We see that God is David's shield, but that is not the only piece of armament that God has, is it? He has more than just a shield. It says that if someone does not repent, God will wet his sword and his bow has already been bent to bring justice to the wicked. To have God as your shield is a good thing then, right? Because he is your defender, but he has more than a shield. He has his sword and his bow at the ready to do justice. But in contrast to the justice that David knows God will bring, we see the wicked. They conceive evil, and so they are pregnant with mischief, and they give birth to lies. They make a pit and dig it out and then fall into their own hole. Look at the contrast here between the righteous God of David and the wicked who accuse him. They bring problems on themselves. They have a strategy to trap their enemies, but they are such bumbling fools that they end up in their own trap. And because David knows God is his defender, We see that he will give thanks to the Lord, and he will sing praises to him. And as we think about this passage for us today, we are once again reminded of the great truth that Jesus unlocks the Psalms for us, right? Jesus is our great defender. When the accusations of the evil one come upon us, we know that God defends us because we are in Christ. We know that we are righteous because we don't rest on our own righteousness, but on the perfect righteousness of Christ given to us as a gift by grace through faith. So as we face the trials and adversities of this life, may you and I remember that our Savior is our shield and that he will never leave us or forsake us. Let's close up with a word of prayer. Gracious God, it's in you that we take refuge and you are the one that saves and delivers us. We know that this is true in all circumstances of life because we know that in Christ you have taken on the wrath that we deserve for our sin. He was lifted up on the cross that your righteous judgment would prevail. And today we pray that the wickedness of those who practice evil would come to an end. We ask that through your word and spirit you would convict us all of our sin and that we would turn to Christ, that we would trust in his salvation, and that we would all end our wicked ways. For we know, O Lord, that our shield is with you. You save the upright in heart. You are the righteous judge. And we give thanks to you for your righteousness. And we sing praise to your name, for you are the Most High God. Grant that we would desire to serve you in humility today, 
that your great name might be lifted up because you are the one who delivers his people. We pray all of this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Okay, we are through Psalm 7. We will see you next time when we're in Psalm 8, a very well-known psalm. See you then. Thank you for joining us for Dwell in the Word. To learn more about First Reformed Church, head on over to our Facebook page or website, edgertonfrc.org.